The circus has rolled into town. Mayweather McGregor, or should we call it Barnum and Bailey? It's entertaining, but is it a sport? And have you heard of the name Alfonso Davies? Get used to it, Canada. All that coming up on TSN 1050. This is Toronto Today on TSN 1050, the voice of Toronto sports. I feel this is like the game night music with Jim Taddy tonight. This is the Tat Band intro. Band from ever, forever, shall never be played again on this program. Not that I'm anti-Tat Man, but come on, freshen it up. Gareth Wheeler with you. This is Toronto Today. What's up, Toronto? The rain is coming. It's going to rain basically up until the weekend, so get used to some more wet weather in and around the GTA. Plenty to get into. Are you going down to the circus at the Budweiser stage tonight, a.k.a. the Molson Amphitheater? It'll always be the amphitheater to me. It is Floyd Mayweather Jr. It was Conor McGregor. We saw round one of this four-stop promotional tour yesterday. Um, It was an absolute gong show. It was actually even worse than I thought it was going to be. And I thought it was going to be bad. But call me up right now, 416-870-1050. That is 416-870-1050. Toll free at 1-855-591-6876. That is 1-855-591-6876. Are you going down? If you are going down to watch tonight, how did you get the tickets? And why do you want to see these two idiots bark at one another? Like That's what it was last night. One guy would bark and swear a lot, and the other guy would try to have some flash and show up to the other guy. I mean, I'm used to these hype events. It happens in boxing. It happens in MMA. But the difference here, to me, is an important one. Because when there's a promotion, when there's times like this to set up a fight, it's generally because there's a true competition about to take place. you got to be kidding yourself. If you think that these two guys combined are pocketing upwards of $200 million, they're taking this seriously. Conor McGregor was just happy to be there. He's making more money than he could ever dream of making. This is all new to him. Of course he was going to take this fight. Floyd Mayweather Jr., we know what he's all about. He is a snake oil salesman. He has been for quite some time. He's a criminal. He's not a likable dude. That's why I think a lot of people are just out there just to cheer for Conor McGregor because they want to see this guy's face punched in. But no one can touch him because he's defensive. Uh, That Manny Pacquiao fight that we wanted to see for years, like literally years, the entire sporting world was waiting, but nope, needed blood tests, blood work. There was a million different reasons why that fight couldn't go down until it was too late. Until Pacquiao was an old man, Mayweather Jr.'s an old man. There was no incentive. And you want to talk about an absolute farce. Mayweather Pacquiao, that's what it was. Pacquiao comes out after, says he had shoulder issues. Mayweather looked disinterested. It was an absolute joke. And that was boxer versus boxer. And two of the bigger bigger names in the sport. 
there you have this sideshow of a UFC fighter, not even the best mixed martial artist, getting in the ring to box Floyd Mayweather Jr. Come on, people. Let's wisen up to what this is. This is glorified WWE. You're going to get involved. You're going to consume because it's something to talk about. It's entertaining. I get that. And I'm not saying that it's not entertaining. Because it is. But it is not a sport. I don't think that this is a sporting competition whatsoever. And it might sound like old man Wheeler here a little bit. But sport used to be about genuine, authentic, athletic competition. I don't think that this that's what this is. I think this is two guys getting extremely rich. Or more rich, I should say. For an event that people want to see because McGregor's popular and I get why. I'm a McGregor fan. I'm a UFC and a boxing guy and I have no interest in seeing this. McGregor's a likable personality. The Irish community's rallied around the guy. He's a big persona. Totally get it. But him in a boxing ring, in a boxing match with a guy who's disinterested, who really is a defensive first fighter, that is going to go out there to collect his check, play it safe, not overexert himself, not do anything that he doesn't have to. I mean, this just sets up to be a complete disappointment on August 26th. I'm not having it, but maybe you could explain to me why. I put up the poll question on Twitter. The Mayweather-McGregor tour rolls rolls into Toronto today. Is this a sport or a circus? The options for the poll... Yes, it is a sport. I'm believing the hype. I'm all in. B, it's a circus, a complete farce. Or C, I don't care. I'm entertained, and that's all that I care about. Just being entertained. Have your say at Wheeler TSN on Twitter. The text is 105050. The email is live at tsn1050.ca. 416-870-1050. 416-870-1050. Toll free at 1-855-591-6876. Is this a sport, a circus, or you don't care because you just want to be entertained? Let me know your thoughts. And if you're going down to the Budweiser stage for 6 p.m. this evening... Let me know why. What's the sell? I I, I personally don't get it. Uh, and, and I think I'm their demographic. Like, I'm a proper demographic. I'm 37 years old. I like MMA. I like boxing. Like, genuinely watch fights and put out money for pay-per-views. I'm that guy. But this? And, and, and it's going to be 99.99 American. So I'm guessing it's going to be 129, 139, 149 Canadian. Are you kidding me? After I was duped with Mayweather Pacquiao, I said I was never going to go back to the Floyd well. And maybe McGregor's the real hype man here. And he's the only one that matters. And he's the only one that you're interested in. But let me know your thoughts. 416-870-1050. Toll free at 1-855-591-6876. Let's start off with Adam in the hammer. What's going on, Adam? Hey, Wheels, how you doing, buddy? Good, pal. What do you think about this circus rolling you know into town? I, I couldn't agree with you more. They're two idiots, and this is a complete joke. But did you watch the the, the circus last night they had on TV at all? I did. I did. Did you I, notice, did you notice uh, Dana White in between the two of them? 
and the way he was just salivating as if this was Christmas morning for him. Because they're, he he's making an incredible sum of money from this. Like oh, I, 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 all, all, all I did, Adam, honestly, I looked at a bunch of people on the stage that are going to profit because of the stupidity stupidity of the masses. That that's what absolutely, I'm looking at absolutely. here. Absolutely. And for one final thing, I want to say is that you know I'm not really a boxing fan, but I understand history, and I really feel sorry for the sport. I almost pity it because it's become a complete joke now. No, it's not in the UK. Okay, like there's a legitimate heavyweight divi- uh, division right now that is getting a lot of eyeballs. It's very popular overseas, but in North America, I hear yet they've been trumped in terms of overall popularity by UFC. But if you go to any boxing fight any card Adam, you will not be disappointed. These guys are warriors. They put their bodies, they put their livelihood on the line. I have nothing but respect for these individuals. Thanks for the phone call. 416-870-1050. Toll free at 1-855-591-6876. Cameron hit me up. I'm also a boxing and MMA fan, but not paying attention to this farce. Mark saying, if anything, I'd watch only the highlights, and that's only if I was watching the news or sports and it was on. I am not paying for it. Uh, Rodney saying, they have to hype it up for people to buy it right. Both of them are great talkers. Um, And I think that Floyd Mayweather is going to buy a suit today. Listen, this is wrestling culture. This is why people watch WWE. Who are the most... Like, I don't watch wrestling anymore. I probably haven't watched it for 15 years. Scruzzy, Keith, are are either of you guys wrestling fans? Because, I mean, back in the day, the most popular individuals... And and this is moving on from the Hulk Hogan and George the Animal Steel and Andre the Giant, but that generation, right in the late 90s, early 2000s, it was a stone-cold Steve Austin's. It was The Rock. It was people like that who can get on the... DX. They could get on the mic... They could entertain. Those were the fan favorites. And I feel like this is now playing out in what should be authentic athletic competition. Scrizzy, I don't don't know if you can have my back on this, but that's what it seems to me. That's what it looks like is playing out. Yeah, they got to sell it. How else are you going to sell it? Shouldn't you be able to sell something based upon the integrity of the event? A must-see event, not because people are talking, but because it's going to be something special to watch? But I just, because so many people don't give Conor McGregor a chance, like actual fighter, fight fans don't give McGregor a chance. So how is he going to sell? This is the only way. Well, but isn't that a problem with the event? That if you, me, everyone doesn't think it's going to be an authentic athletic competition, a genuine battle, then why why do I care? Why am I going to watch? I, I don't get it. And this for me is a societal issue. And I hate to get on my high horse here, but there was a time where sport and athletic competition meant something. Now it's about how it looks on social media or everything to do around the event and not the event itself. Hype, 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 hype. Hype machine. That's all this stuff is. And it doesn't make it better. It doesn't. It makes it louder. It makes it flashier. It gives us all something to talk about. But as a true sportsman, if you're watching this nonsense, you got to be saying to yourself, what garbage. Steve calling it a dong show. Uh, a dong show. A gong show. 
<laughs> a gong show at Wheeler TSN on Twitter. Let, here, we'll play some of the audio from yesterday. Here's Connor McGregor chirping Floyd Mayweather Jr. because he wore some tacky tracksuit and, and, and didn't wear, wear a suit. I'll, I'll get to that in a moment, but here's just a taste of some of what went down yesterday. He's in a f- tracksuit. He can't even afford a shoe anymore. And, and, and then he carried on, and he had his big proclamation. Conor McGregor, what you going to do to Floyd Mayweather Jr.? He is f- <laughs> There's no other way about it. His little legs, his little core, his little head. I'm going to knock him out inside four rounds. Mark my words. Sure you will. The gong show, people. The gong, G-O-N-G, gong show. There were IRS jokes. Floyd Mayweather comes out with like, what was it, like a $100 million check that he hasn't cashed. Way to go, big man. Pat on the back. Like, And this is the clown, Floyd Mayweather Jr. He'll be remembered by the boxing elitist, like people that are really into the sport, as being one of the best of all time. And rightfully so. But it's this carnival act just to make more money. He's a shameless promoter. He's a snake oil salesman. And I'm shocked that so many people are buying into this. 416-870-1050. 416-870-1050. Toll free at 1-855-591-6876. Will this be, in, Frank, say, will this be a new way of combat sports? Ridiculous spectacles between two athletes from different sports. I guess. I guess this is to satiate the need for for promoters to feel like they're important, to prove their worth. I mean, you had these Showtime people coming out. Oh, you're going to be able to stream it on every platform. You're going to be able to do this, do that. All that people wanted to do was hear the two people, Floyd and, and Connor, chirp at one another. And I can't believe how many people were there to watch it. It's not even a weigh-in. It's, it's it's just it, it's just crazy to me where this has gone. Zero interest at text at ten fifty fifty. Um and, and, and back in the day, whether it was Ali, Cosell, and and there were spectacles. Like this isn't anything new. But you would know what you were getting into. It was a made for TV event, boxer versus wrestler, but they wouldn't try to sell it. As this was something that was authentic. This is something that mattered. But now apparently this does all of a sudden. Which I don't get. We're going to have analyst after analyst come on and tell you why Conor McGregor has a chance. Or what makes Floyd so good. Well, if Floyd wants to win, make it 50-0, then actually fight a boxer. Fight someone decent. I'm putting an asterisk beside 50-0 if he gets there. But just for me, this... Is not a sport. It's an absolute sham. And I'm really interested to see how many people get absolutely duped by these two salesmen. And that's what this is. Robin Black's going to join me. I'm putting him on the spot here. Like, he's an MMA analyst. Come on. Like, you cannot sell it to me that this is anything to do with mixed martial arts. This is a boxing fight where a mixed martial artist is going into the ring away from his discipline, and he's supposed to fight arguably the best pound-for-pound fighter of all, ta- of, of all time? you gotta be, you got to be having a laugh.
And, and that's no disrespect to MMA. Again, I'm a UFC fan. I'm a mixed martial art arts fan. But I, I can't buy this. Robin Black will be part of TSN's coverage. And, and Canadian media is now all over this. I'm watching on television yesterday. Apparently you can swear all you want between the hours of 5 and 6 on Canadian television. <laughs> the beeps were coming in like 8 seconds after the F-bomb was dropped. Ridiculous. Summer hit me up. It's just a cash grab. But I do wish that Floyd Mayweather gets his you-know-what beat. I can't stand the guy. And I think that's part of the sell. Honestly, that's going to be that, that, that's part of the sell is that hope, beyond hope, that Mayweather gets hurt. We here are cheering for another human being to get served, to get his you-know-what knocked out. I have no problem with that. For me, the sporting culture today is far too soft anyways. We're, for some reason, we've all have this moral conscience where we're concerned about the well-being of athletes who partake in physical sports. Last time I checked, it's free will. You can take part in a physical combat sport if you wish. I embrace it. I love it. I respect these individual individuals for doing so. But maybe that's why more people will be interested to see if Conor McGregor, the great hope, the Irishman that has a gift for the gab, can come out and do something that no one's actually really done and hurt this guy. Maybe that's it. Emmanuel saying 100% circus. Robert, on the other side of the coin, he will be going down tonight. He needs to see these guys trash talk in person. He loves the presser. And, 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 and this is part of the culture that I'm speaking about. And yeah, you, you know what? When, when they're behind the podium tonight, I'll probably find a way to stream or watch it. I'll, I, I might stream it on tsn.ca because it's entertaining. And, and, but I'm drawing the line here. And, and this is the whole point of this conversation. It may be entertaining, but this does not constitute a sport. This is WWE. This is glorified WWE where guys will apparently go out and try to hurt one another, but that remains to be seen. Because once you collect that $100 million paycheck, incentive gone. See ya. Out the window. These guys aren't fighting for their lives. They're not fighting for their careers. They're not fighting for the integrity of their independent sports. And that's how it's going to be tried to spun to you. What they're doing is collecting, collecting paychecks and getting rich off the naivety of all of us out there. Mood set me up. Gong show sell. Today's society wants immediate gratification with everything. No such thing as quiet anticipation. It's true. Mark, circus farce, money grab. It's it's pretty consistent what the response has been. We'll take a quick look at the poll question. I'll update it a little bit uh, later on as well. Not only 9% of people believe this is actual sport. 53% say a circus complete farce. 38% don't care, entertain. Have your say at Wheeler TSN. Keep your texts and emails coming in. I'll share them up until the top of the clock. Um, I'm on a Cal Ripken Jr. type streak here of not watching All-Star Games. Honestly, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful Tuesday night. 
early July. The last thing I want to do is watch an All-Star game. But apparently a lot of people were interested in last night. Uh, we're going to deal with some of the sideshows that were. Not the actual game, because the game didn't even matter. Obviously, no stakes this year. Thank God the World Series isn't awarded to the ALNL, depending on who wins the game anymore. That's a joke. That that right there is a joke. But I, I, I wasn't having the All-Star game last night, but when I see highlights and, and people in Toronto try to big up the fact that Justin Smoke got a single, when the real highlight was his facial expression when looking at the anthem singer last night, let's be honest, that was Justin Smoke's biggest contribution. If you're trying to sell me a single, eh, Maybe I'm not on board. Hey, don't don't sell that OBP short. A single and a walk and two at bats. And I an all star in an exhibition, for? Keith Bauer. <laughs> Come on, let's not get too excited. Uh, continue doing it for the Blue Jays. You catch my attention. Baseball's back on Friday, by the way. Thank God. Uh, at the at Wimbledon right now, Milos Ra- Milos Raonic about to take the court on TSN one and four, I believe. He's taking on Roger Federer. Here's a question for you. you can let me know. The text is 10-50-50, email live at tsn1050.ca. Is this the one day where it's cool to cheer against a Canadian athlete? Is it, is it cool today? Because uh, I love Roger Federer. He is one of my favorite athletes of all time. If my favorite athlete, my favorite tennis player, is taking on a good old Canadian boy, who I also like, is it cool? Am I allowed to cheer for Feds? That's what I thought. Like, I think I'm breaking. Kayla, you're so disgusted right now. Come on, the mic. That eye roll head shake was something I mean, else. Get him, Kayla. I can understand because tennis is one of those prestigious individual sports. You definitely root for people. Like, if it were Serena or Jeannie in some way, shape, or form, it's never going to happen that they that they fi- meet in like the finals. I would cheer for Serena, obviously. Right. Because that's my favorite player in tennis. But I don't know, man. Murray just got upset. Anybody? I'm, I'm hoping for another. If he can get Pat, well, he'd have to meet Djokovic after. But right. The, the the best part, by the way, about when Andy Murray wins, he's from the United Kingdom. When he loses, he's Scotland's Andy Murray. Yeah. <laughs> oh my <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, you're not from the United Kingdom anymore. You're from Scotland. <laughs> Which which is ridiculous. He loses to Sam Query. I got a question for you, Wheels. Go ahead. Let's go. If Wales plays Canada in a World Cup final, who are you cheering Ooh, for? See, Canada first. Okay. So like, why, is the why is it different with, with Milos? I, 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 I was just asking the question. I, I, was, <laughs> sure. I was asking for permission. If that's cool, if I could cheer for Federer. I think, I think I'm on Team Roundage here. I don't think it'd be weird, but I definitely think you should... Show some support for the hometown boy. Okay, I have a feeling that there are people in this country who just, like, there's nothing. Let's put it this way. There's everything to like about Roger Federer. Like, pinpoint one thing that he's done wrong or the way that he's conducted himself. Like, he is one of the most likable athletes there are. Like, ever, he's great. There's nothing not to like about him. You could say the same thing about Andy Murray, but I was still cheering for an upset. Like, you just sometimes, you just want to, sometimes you got to see the Giants fall. You do, but also what makes this kind of special for Feds, like, he's, like, in the twilight of his career. You don't know how many more chances he's going to get to win Wimbledon. And just the memories, like, the five-setter Nadell Federer at, at Wimbledon from, what was that, five, six? It was oh, just nine. one of the, oh, nine. It was just one of the best matches I have ever seen. And the emotion, it's just, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Is that, is that cool if I cheer for Feds? Do you? 
Do you, Gary? Do, <laughs> do you. you? Do what? Whatever I do myself, it never ends up well. Hold on, that sounded dirty as well. I said, I screwed up gong show. <laughs> this show's off the rails today. So Milos Raonic on the court uh, against Roger Federer. Uh, ben hit me up on Twitter. One question, are you going to watch the fight? If the answer is yes, then you're just as duped as anyone else. No, I'm not watching the fight. <laughs> Did I not make that crystal clear? I'm not into this. We'll ask Robin Black. Maybe he can try to sell you on this absolute circus. There's a reason why the circus has gone out of business, and there's the animal rights thing, but like carnival acts, they just they aren't what they used to be. But apparently, people people are into this one, so uh, we'll continue that conversation. Uh, it is the ESPYS tonight. Cabby is obviously there. He's not on the street. Cabby at the ESPYS, um, but I feel like he's obstructing getting in the middle of a very important TSN relationship. There could be some controversy surrounding Cabby at the ESPYs and who he's at the ESPYs with. We will get into that in the next hour of the program. And I'm going to ask you at the top of the clock, have you heard of the name Alfonso Davies? What does that name mean to you? Because it's a name that may become synonymous with sporting greatness in this country, much like Andre DeGrasse, much like Penny Alexiak. Alfonso Davies. Look him up. We'll have that conversation at the top of the clock. But coming up next, Robin Black on the circus that is Mayweather and McGregor. Wheeler with you at Wheeler TSN on Twitter. This is TSN 1050. You will wave that white flag because you can choose which way you want to go. And I, I'm guaranteeing you this. You're going out on your face or you're going out on your back. Now, which way you want to go? Which way you want to go? That's right. When you put Eye of the Tiger under it, it sounds more authentic. It sounds more real. Like, maybe if they play this through the entire pay-per-view, you might be like, yeah, these guys are really bringing it. Snake oil salesman Floyd Mayweather Jr. against hype machine Conor McGregor. 6 p.m. tonight down at the Budweiser stage. Are you going down there? If you are, explain to me why. I mean, if you're not, if you're going down there for work purposes and there's going to be a ton of press, we get it. You got to hear McGregor drop an F-bomb. You got to hear Floyd Mayweather Jr. talk about how rich he is. I get it. It appeals to some people, but not I. It is a... Ab- it's an absolute circus. It, it, as people have hit me up, people say, well, why are you talking about it? Because everyone's talking about it. Just because I'm not having it as a sporting event, and, and I think that that's the line, it's not a sporting event, but it's entertaining. I, I get why it's entertaining. You can sell me on that, but you can't sell me that this is an authentic, true, athletic competition. These guys are collecting massive paychecks. McGregor's not a boxer. It's just, it, it, it's a farce on so many different levels. But people will eat it all up tonight. Two player, two, two fighters, kind of interested, kind of engaged. Trading jabs, verbal jabs at one another. Gareth Wheeler with you at Wheeler TSN. We'll get our next guest. He's going to be down there and doing coverage for TSN.ca. And again, it's something worthwhile to cover. I get it. This is what the people want to see. This might actually be better than the fight. 
It's Robin Black, MMA analyst and color commentator. You can see him later on today as part of our coverage on tsn.ca at Robin Black MMA on Twitter. Uh, the, the people are with me, Robin, that this is less to do with anything that resembles a sport and everything to do with being a circus. Can you convince me otherwise? You know what, Gareth, my friend? I think we're living in a simulation because I am an expert in the art of, of combat. I've studied it all of my adult life. And for some reason, I am more convinced of the possibility of Conor McGregor actually doing something in this fight than the masses are. And that doesn't make any sense on any level. <laughs> Does it? You know, like when yeah. I look at it, everything that I've studied my whole adult life tells me that a guy who is not a boxer, a man with zero boxing matches, should be able to beat an untouchable, you know, greatest of the era, if not greatest defensive fighter of all time. And yet, despite all of that, because I have spent time studying Conor McGregor, the man, and Conor McGregor, the disruptor, I see a chance. And I know he's not going, unlike what, what we all sort of see, hey, he's not a boxer in a boxing match. He sees the concept of boxing as limit as a limiting concept, that it is a fist fight between two people, and the world of boxing has become an institution so far up its own butt that it is pushed itself into a corner where it believes it's the pinnacle of its own sport and he's here to disrupt it the way that technology disrupts all technology. See, that's that, his thinking. That's interesting that you bring that up because I brought this up in the previous segment. I don't look at this as MMA versus boxing. I, 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 don't, I don't look at it as one discipline versus the others even though it's quite clear what they're going to be doing come August 26th. I just look at this as two extremely ambitious wealthy individuals Getting really, 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 really rich from this fight. Like, we saw it with Mayweather-Pacquiao. There was no incentive to fight. Pacquiao afterwards said he had a shoulder issue. Mayweather wasn't there to put on a show. Like, it's, it's everything in the build-up, the lead-up that's part of the show. But I, I just don't get how there's incentive for either individual to come out and stake their claim for anything other than being very, very wealthy. Okay, so if a million human beings are having this conversation right now, the difference between myself, Robin Black, the man that Gareth, my friend you are speaking to, and every other one of them, is I have dedicated the last five years of my life to studying this individual. Not just how he fights, but the individual. I've spent time with him, I've studied the people around him, and I guarantee you, there is no chance, 0% of him, that is sitting there going, well, I'll get rich, I'll just give it a go. That human being, and that is a single human being, just one person on the planet, but this human being, Conor McGregor, truly believes without a shadow of a doubt that he's there to win this fight. He doesn't for one second think, oh, I'll get rich and I'll give it a go. It'll be a lot of fun. I'll joke will be on everyone. He 100% believes he's going to win this fight. Does that mean anything? Maybe not. I can tell you that with certainty, and I don't know how that sways your opinion or the opinion well, of many it, other people. Well, it tells me he's delusional. I saw him lose to Nate Diaz, See, who the UFC friend, forces to wear denim, like, just telling but, him maybe you don't want to wear jeans to the octagon. But you're picking a moment. Four years ago, the man was on welfare telling anyone that would listen he would be a two-division UFC champion. They laughed at him when he said he would knock out um, Jose Aldo and... and um, 
uh, Eddie Alvarez. And I'm telling you, my friend, I stood there. You can just Google my name and his name and Fight Network where I used to work. I stood there with the man, and he looked into my eyes, and he, I asked him about Aldo's right hand and how people have been landing. He said, I've seen this man's hand, hand, right hand twitch. It will be his undoing. He will throw his right hand, and I will step back, draw him into the dead space, and touch his chin with my left, and he will fall. He looked into my eye, my eyes, not some other journalist, not some other person, mine. And I can tell you, there was no doubt in his mind. And I've spoken to thousands of other human beings like you have and everyone else had. This one is different. I'm telling you, this human being is a different human being. And he, and you know, you could say he's delusional. But they said that at Aldo. Right. They said that at Alvarez. They said that about him going to the UFC. They said that about him making this fight. He has the ability to bend the universe to his whims, or so it seems. Does that mean he can beat the best boxer in the world on August 26th? That doesn't guarantee anything. I hear what you're saying, Robin. Uh, Robin Black joining us, part of our our TSN coverage of the uh, Mayweather-McGregor Circus later on today at the Budweiser stage, 6 p.m. at Robin Black MMA on Twitter. Like, I I don't want to, to sound crass because I'm a mixed martial arts fan. I'm a boxing fan. I'm a Conor McGregor fan. I will watch him take on anyone in UFC. I get that he won a weight, uh, he, he gained weight and had to fight at a different weight class when he lost in eight days. I get all that stuff, but this is a completely different discipline, boxing. And, and I know that you're coming at it, you're a combat fan, you're, you might be coming at it from an MMA perspective. What's that hardcore boxing analyst saying about this, though? See, but it, uh, it should have been the pick a hotel, should have been the Holiday Inn. That figured out Airbnb. It should have been a taxi company that figured out Uber. It should have been. It should be boxing who figures out how to how to um, work around and how to disrupt boxing. But it never is. The boxing guys are sitting around laughing and pointing and denying, just the same way that. Eight track did about TVs, and just the same way that radio did about TV, and just the same way that taxis did. It's a disruption. Can he do it? Maybe not. But what he's looking to do is technologically disrupt the institution of boxing. And as he's doing it, all these boxing analysts with their heads so far up their butt are ignoring the possibility, denying it, and yet you can feel this little bit of agitation and fear in them as they talk about it. They want to dismiss it. They hope that on Sunday it's all a big joke. But there's a part of every one of them that knows that the institution, the concept, the dogma that is boxing itself has the ability to undermine it. And it will be an outsider that does it. If it isn't Conor McGregor, it'll be somebody else. Right, and and, and, and it's a great point, Robin, Like because McGregor essentially has nothing to lose. If he loses in a boxing fight, he's like, well, I'm a mixed martial artist. What did you expect? And Dana White can say that, and everyone in the mixed martial arts world can say that. It's a no-lose proposition here. Yeah, but again, I'm telling you, this human being, that doesn't cross his mind. If he, he will be, if and when he loses, and that, no matter what other side, what devil's advocate I take here, it is more likely that he does lose. But if and when he does, he will be shocked beyond all belief. He's not approaching this with a no-lose proposition. He's approaching this with the certainty that he's going to win this fight. If and when he loses, and I think it is more likely than not that he'll lose, he will be the most surprised of everybody on planet Earth because this guy is 
sure he's going to win. So w- when you watch what happened yesterday, and I saw you on uh, on Sports Center immediately following it, for the people that are heading down to the Budweiser stage tonight, w- what is it that we're watching? Because because I, I like I, I I like McGregor. He can talk. He's a funny guy. Like I'm laughing out loud to myself, but I'm not taking it seriously, Robin. Like, are people supposed to take it seriously, or are we supposed to just take it as oh, this is this is kind of funny? Listen to these guys swear at one another. It is very weird. I mean, there are things that play typically. The first one is obvious, and we know it, and we know it's number one. It's taking our money. Right. Making us laugh, making us debate. Oh, my God. He said four ounce gloves. Oh, no. He called him a this. What does it mean? I saw fear in his eyes and everybody starts debating. And it's really just about taking our hundred dollars for the pay-per-view. That's what it's about. But underneath that, there are games. There are psychic chess pieces being attempted publicly. Will they work? Everybody that Conor McGregor has played the game with. He didn't knock out Jose Aldo in 13 seconds. He knocked him out in eight weeks or 10 weeks or the few months leading up to it. He didn't make Eddie Alvarez uh, not able to perform in the fight. In that fight, he did it in the weeks leading up. He'll try to do that to um, to uh, Floyd. And I think, unfortunately for him, Floyd has too much experience. Has seen it. You know, you can't BS a BSer. If if uh, a magician in Vegas tries the old pick a card, any card on Gareth Wheeler or Robin Black, mm-hmm. we're going to be blown away. But try it on another card smith, and it's just a joke. And I think that's what's going to happen. I- Unfortunately for McGregor, I think for him to do this disruption, he would need to diminish Floyd psychologically, and I just don't think that's going to happen. I think what's going to happen is they're going to swear a lot, and they're going to sell a lot of pay-per-views, and a lot of people are going to have a lot of conversations, and probably Floyd Mayweather will win on August 26th. Right. I, I, I just... I, I, you made your case very well, and and I'm buying some of what you're selling, but just not all of it. It's just when it comes down to brass tacks. McGregor's story's an amazing one. He's a likable athlete. He's now the poster boy of UFC. But over the course of his career, through fighting in UFC, he's made just around ten million dollars. He's getting paid seventy five million dollars for this one fight alone, where no one expects him to win. Like th- th- that's where yesterday, and I'm looking at him speaking. And what I took from it is, like, this guy, when he says he's just genuinely happy to be there, he is just genuinely happy to be there because no matter what happens, he's going to make seven and a half times what he's made in grueling fights inside the octagon over the course of his career. Yeah, and uh, I agree with you. In that moment, uh, he used to make fun of people saying, baby, we've made it. Break out the red panties. We've made it. We're rich. And he kind of said that himself. Now, he's a game. He's a gamesman. You know, he may be putting in misdirection. There's all that. The reason you can never believe what an athlete says is if we're, you and I are watching the, the Leafs and they put a microphone and go, oh, you know, there's no I in team. You know, we've got to put a lot of pucks on the net. You know, we've got to make sure our D. It's all nonsense. <laughs> they're saying nothing because yeah. they just have to talk and they're saying nothing. In fighting, they're saying nothing because they do the opposite. They oversell. In most, in most sports, you try not to make headlines. You try not to embarrass your team. 
in solo sports that are about making money, you try to say the most outlandish stuff you can. And so that's partly what we're witnessing, too. But the reason both Floyd Mayweather, the greatest boxer of the era, and Conor McGregor, one of the great combat sportsmen and great martial artists that we've seen in the modern era, the reason this is really happening is because they have that thing we can't describe, that thing that Elvis had and that thing that, you know, all the great sort of the people that we stopped our lives to talk about these two have it and they come together now with one the greatest boxer ever and two a dis who's attempted to disrupt the art of boxing and we're all standing around watching them swear at each other yeah. it's pretty weird great stuff pal enjoy it down there today did people buy tickets for this like do they just uh, give them away like how did that work they give them away but you have to register for them but they're i believe they're all gone fifteen thousand in minutes and that wow. to me yeah, and I had people that I haven't spoken to that don't even know what boxing or MMA is asking me about tickets because there's something about celebrity and conflict and uh, controversy in 2017 that compels people. So we're, what we've got is a whole, you know, combat, uh, sports, entertainment, controversy, weirdness, disruption, all this rolled into one thing. And uh, it's definitely captured people's imagination, and they're going to make a billion dollars. Sounds a lot like the Kardashians in in why they're so wealthy. (laughs) Thanks, Robin. Uh, Big fan of yours. Keep up the great work, okay? Appreciate it. You too, my friend. Great. Always great chatting with you. Thanks, pal. Robin Black, at Robin Black MMA on Twitter, part of TSN's UFC coverage. Is is it UFC coverage tonight? Like... uh, UFC coverage overall, but tonight it's, it's it's just something else. More on this. We'll tee up the next hour. WTF is making a return today as well. Toronto Today, TSN 1050. Interesting fact. They're just known as Death from Above now. James Murphy from LCD Sound System had a label, Death from Above, so they had to be called Death from Above 1979. The 1979 is no more, people. DFA, they're playing at Way Home in a couple weeks, actually. See him a couple times. Solid. I or sorry, Nick hitting me up. I'm going there to the Budweiser stage. Not tonight. That's a joke. On Saturday for Iron Maiden. Solid. I think Metallica plays on Sunday. And I was actually offered a ticket. Do I lose my cool guy car? I mean, I don't think I ever had a cool guy car, but if I add one. Do I lose it for turning down a ticket to Metallica because I want to stay home and watch Game of Thrones? <laughs> like <laughs> I have PVR too, but I just feel like I need to watch the season premiere live. Nerd alert! Uh, we'll bring you more of your reaction about this whole Mayweather-McGregor circus. I've got some interesting answers of whether it's cool if I cheer for Roger Federer today over Canadian local boy Milos Raonic. Is that cool? Am I allowed to do that? And I'll tell you why you need to get to know the name Alfonso Davies. If you haven't heard of him, look him up. Or just keep it locked right here. And I'll tell you why he's going to be so important on the Canadian sporting landscape. All that coming up. Gareth Wheeler with you at Wheeler TSN. This is our lovely little two-hour show we like to call Toronto Today. And this is TSN 1050 in Toronto.